he would blame everything on us. And above this, personal things that Paul was going through. It's his last letter. He's in prison and he's really at a moment in his life where he understands that this might be my last opportunity to write anything down. I may be leaving here soon. It's God's will. It's all right. And he still had the tenacity to open his mouth and say, I'm still not their prisoner. I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. But he was suffering deprivation as a common criminal, being treated unjustly. And he even writes in this particular book, he says these words, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even under bonds, but the word of God is not bound. That's a powerful statement. He said, I'm locked up, but God's word can never be locked up. Somebody needs to hear that. You might be going through, but God's word can never be held down. So we had enough faith to know that no matter what happens to me, God's promise will prevail. God's word will still prevail. Whatever's supposed to happen will happen, but God is still in control. His word. Just say that with me, his word. Yeah. And I love this about Paul because no matter what he was going through, he understood the power of God's word. He goes on to say, therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Jesus with eternal glory. It is a faithful saying, if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. And if we deny him, he will also deny us. So he was determined, I'm not going to let God down. I'm not going to denounce him just because I'm going through. I'm not going to function in my feelings. I know God's word is true. Gives his testimony. He lets us know as well as Timothy whom he writes the letter to that I'm going through and I want you to know that there are folks who said they would stand by me that walked away from me as soon as they found out what I was dealing with they were palsy wowsy with me for a while but as soon as I got in trouble I don't hear from the saints anymore yeah and he makes it clear the very first chapter, the 15th verse, he says, This thou knowest that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me. And he must have been upset with a few of the brothers. He's, he, he names them in the scripture. He says, uh, Phygelus and Hermogenes, the Lord have mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But there were some brothers who knew I was going through. May have even promised and said they would help. But when they found out, they walked away and talked about me on the way home. Yeah. Question the integrity of myself. You know how folks do when you go through. They don't do it when they go through. They wait. They wait until you go through. And they got all this stuff to say as though you brought it on yourself. And they... They really don't know your story. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, you really don't know my story. If the 
Because believe it or not, there are days when you do everything right and still things will go wrong. It doesn't mean I backslid. It doesn't mean I don't love the Lord. It's just my turn to go through. If it's my turn to go through, then it must be my turn to get a blessing. <laughs> I feel my help in this house. Tell your neighbor, if it's my turn to go through, then it must be my turn to get a blessing. Yes. Hallelujah. He's in the midst of what he's going through. He's in, he's in jail. He's been abandoned. He's being discredited. And in one book he writes, there were those who have taken advantage of his uh, situation and they're preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. But not with the same intent he would preach it with. And he, he gave up on that and would not fight them. He said, as long as the gospel's being preached, let God straighten the rest out. But there were some people in the church that were really, hallelujah, trying to mess with Paul's mind. In the midst of this, he takes courage and he would encourage his son in the gospel by the name of Timothy because he understood that the young man was a little timid. He had some issues concerning preaching to people that really didn't want to hear the word at times and he wanted to make sure that Hallelujah, this young preacher wouldn't walk away from the ministry. And he's telling him things like endure hardship as a good soldier. He's actually teaching the young man how to suffer. And his, here is the true crux of what it means to be in holiness. Because a lot of churches today, they're training you and teaching you simply how to be blessed or how to have material things but the, the gospel is all about how to function in the midst of your hardship yes how to be blessed what does it really mean to be blessed Hallelujah! because there are people do, who don't have money in their pocket but they're blessed people who don't have a fancy house but they are blessed Hallelujah! don't have a lot of clothes in the closet but they are blessed don't even have a whole lot of friends, but tell somebody, but I'm blessed. As a matter of fact, I'm not just blessed, I'm highly favored of the Lord. Yes, and when you understand that, you won't lean on material things to function. So even if you don't have money, you can still sing a song. Even when the car breaks down, you can still sing a song. Hallelujah. Even when people turn their back on you, you can still stand up and sing your song. Hallelujah. I don't know what song you would sing, but I would sing, I've come this far by faith. Leaning on the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell somebody he brought me this far. Yes. And then right here. Hallelujah, through meditation is here where the Holy Ghost tells me to start talking to you then a little bit about destiny. And, and some of you who, who say, well, I understand destiny. It has nothing to do with any of this, but it really does. I'm strongly persuaded that it does. And there are many who will teach simply that destiny is just about where you end up, where you end up. It's just the end of your journey, but I beg to differ because every time I read the word of God, it shows me a process. It opens up the way that God does things for us. Some define it again as simply being the end 
Hallelujah. But there's a whole lot, hallelujah, that goes on before I get to where God wants me to go. So let's talk about a little bit because I understand destiny according to the word of God as, hallelujah, the events that necessarily happen. Hallelujah. Listen how I said it. I said events that necessarily happen. Tell somebody it's all necessary. Mm-hmm. And you're getting quiet on me right now. And I, I hear you talking back to me. It's an event, things that happen that are necessary to my future. Hallelujah. My my future. Wherever God wants to get me to, he's going to take me through some necessary things. And you say, well, preacher, I don't believe that because I'm going through a whole lot of stuff. Stuff and here you are telling me it was necessary. Well, plug in the word. Tell somebody, plug in the word. And, and, and Paul in, in the book of Philippians is where we first see Paul developing a theme of preserving grace. Hallelujah. Preserving grace, which ensures perseverance of his own children. Preserving grace. Just touch somebody and say, preserving grace. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's when he writes this congregation is where this revelation starts coming to him because he says these words being confident of this very thing that he which have begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He will perform it. Hallelujah. He will perform it. Tell your neighbor he will perform it right there that helps me because there's a whole lot of stuff I'm trying to do and I need to let go and learn how to allow God to do it with me through me for me so he reminds us number one that since God has begun our salvation we can rely on him to finish it to complete it didn't he say on one occasion I believe it was to the Colossian congregation he said we are complete in yeah, he gets us there. He brings us there. Along the way, he's molding and shaping us. And all of this is included in my destiny. Remember these words? All things work together. All things work together. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. For those who are called according to his purpose second thing hallelujah that Paul reveals to the Philippian congregation he says that God having begun his work in us will bring it to completion he will bring it to completion and what this indicates to me is that God not only guarantees the completion of my salvation but he's actively involved in my life hallelujah he's a good father he is actively involved in my I wouldn't serve a God that can't touch me that can't speak to me wouldn't serve a God that was not able to help me through my dilemmas and Paul assures us in his teachings that not only does God start it but every step of the way he's with you tell somebody today God is with me yes even when you don't feel like he's with you God is with you and whatever he spoke concerning you he will bring it to pass 
The third thing that involved is involved rather in Paul's teaching as it involves preservation is God is truly working in us. If so, then we ought to possess a hope that others don't have. In other words, hallelujah, we're not going to talk like other folks talk who have no hope, even when it looks bad, because we have this hope in us. We're not going to talk negative about what's going on around us. Doesn't mean that we're blind to the situation, but it does mean that my hope won't let me give in to what I see. Hallelujah. I have a hope that goes beyond my situation. Tell somebody I have a hope that goes beyond my situation. Now, understand, because this is what faith is all about, I'm not going to confess what I see so much until I put it above what God said he would do on my behalf. He's working it out. He's going to bring me through, and he's going to keep me while I'm going through all of this. He's going to do everything he spoke concerning my life. It will come to pass say it with me it will come to pass did not God speak to Jeremiah and say I know the thoughts that I I think towards you hallelujah I've got thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end that's destiny I I know you're going to go through but it's what I think that matters it's what I say that matters hallelujah so don't get wrapped up in what other people say or think because people will trip you up while you're trying to get to the place God has for you. Hallelujah. They'll look at your situation and the first thing out of their mouth is I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that. And hallelujah. The truth of the matter is they're not you and your relationship with God has nothing to do with what they think or how they feel. Perhaps if they were you, they would have lost their mind a long time ago yes look at somebody and tell them I told you you don't know my story yes if they were you that they may have backslid a long time ago and understand what I'm going through has been specifically designed for me what I feel has been specifically designed for me your your struggle is your struggle I don't want your struggle you can't pay me enough money to take your struggle I got my own struggle and he knows the way that I take and after he has tried me I shall come forth hallelujah you deal with your struggle and if you had any sense you take your struggle and give it to God and say I can't handle this by myself you need scripture for that cast your cares Upon, upon the Lord hallelujah touch your neighbor tell him take your struggle to God 
You need to take it to him because it fits you. It's your struggle. But he said, I'll take your garment of mourning and I'll give you a fresh coat of joy. I'll turn your mourning into dancing. It's, it's all in the script. It's, hallelujah, it's all part of your destiny. But when I get through with you, you'll be exactly where I want you to be. Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor's hand and testify and tell him when he gets through with me, I'll be exactly where he wants me to be. Hey, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Oh, so Paul understood this. Even, even Peter would sit in his house scratching his head and saying, this man has revelations that only the Holy Ghost could have given him. Who, who would have thought that hallelujah, God has designed my struggle? He, he knows the pain I'm going to have before I feel it. He, he knows the tears I'm going to shed before I shed them. He he knows every lie that's going to be told on me even before it's published in the atmosphere. He, he knows. Tell your neighbor he knows. He, he knows every struggle. He, he knows every demon that's been assigned to you by name. And he says, be still and know that I am God. I know what I I'm doing. I know what I'm thinking. I I know where I need to get you to. I I know the heights that I want to bring you to. If you would just let me bless you the way that I want to bless you. And here you are, Hallelujah, sitting here and dwelling on everything you've lost. I hear you talking even in your prayers. All you pray about is what you have lost. All you talk about is what you've lost you complain about this and that and what God is trying to let you see is what I have for you is greater than anything you have lost didn't I tell you this light affliction hallelujah cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed so Paul is trying to encourage the young preacher and let him know I don't want you to be so upset about what you see me going through until you forget you're going to have your own struggles hallelujah there, there are people right now who are upset because they've been watching you but baby you better take care of yourself and go somewhere and pray yes I'm going to pray for you but you better learn how to pray yourself yes I don't have a problem lifting you up in prayer hallelujah but you better learn how to pray for yourself and let God hear your voice let him hear you say it's not my mother it's not my father but it's me Lord hallelujah and I dare say that 
God is trying to get you to pray outside of your zone. Hallelujah. Trying to get you to function outside of your comfort. Hallelujah. So you're not trying to put your prayer together. The prayer just comes together. Hallelujah. Even if it's just a simple prayer, it could be a three-worded prayer. Lord, help me. Lord, save me. Lord, touch me. Hallelujah. Sometimes that's the best prayer, the prayer. I don't have time to pull it together. I don't have time to write it down. I gotta pray from my heart and pray out of my situation. And if you don't help me through this, I don't think I'll make it. But and he'll speak back to you. Lord, I'm with you always, even and high five somebody and tell them it's all for your good so he has a tedious task he's uh, he's going through his own sufferings uh, and he's trying to teach the young man uh, how to endure his own situation uh, hallelujah and by the time he gets to chapter 4 uh, hallelujah if you follow the writings uh, uh, like me your spirit will be leaping uh, in your bosom uh, he begins to testify again about what he's going through and how people walked away from him in his struggle and by the time he gets to verse 16 hallelujah he says at my first answer nobody stood with me everybody in this area forsook me and I pray that God won't lay it to their charge because he understood that whatever you you go through as a trial becomes someone else's test hallelujah somebody say my trial is your test let me explain because you got to be careful how you treat people because they're going through and God is testing you with their trial to see how you're going to treat them some of y'all don't like this it's because you've already failed the test their trial was their finance their trial was their family and their trial became your test when you found out they needed help in their house and instead of helping them you talked about them check your neighbor and tell them be careful how you treat people who are going through be careful what you say about people when they're going through I didn't ask for this I didn't ask to cry like this nobody falls on their knees and says Lord make me cry I haven't met anybody who has laid on their face and say Lord I want to go through hell hallelujah nobody has ever done that but if I find myself in this situation you want to be spiritual enough to stop by my door and help a brother out. Touch your neighbor and say, be careful how you treat a suffering saint. 
Because it could be you that's going through. Put your arms around your neighbor and say, neighbor, I got to be honest with you. I'm still in my flesh. But if I fail you, I want you to remember that Jesus never failed. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never fails. The arms of flesh, they may fail, but Jesus never fails. Even if my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will... Hallelujah, so I understand already. Hallelujah, flesh is weak with your spiritual self. I understand already. I'm not mad. I want to tell you up front. I'm not mad at you. Point at somebody and tell them, I want to tell you up front that I'm not mad at you. It don't make sense to get mad at flesh because flesh is flesh. You may say you gonna help, and you might get a phone call and forget all about what I said to you. You might have good intentions, and but on your way to my house, you might have a car accident, and it'll be too late then. Hallelujah! But I can call on Jesus anytime, and He's never late. He's always on time Even if he don't show up when I think he should He's always on time This is why Paul said Notwithstanding the Lord stood with me And strengthened me I had to learn how to hang on there All by myself Hallelujah I had to learn how to grab on to the Lord for myself and he strengthened me. Anybody in here know about the Lord being their strength? The Lord strengthened me. Testify to somebody and tell them the Lord strengthened me. And he did it that I can still do what he has called me to do. That's why you're still functioning. That's why you're still here singing your song. It's the strength of God abiding in you. Tell your neighbor, that's why I'm still here. I almost lost my mind, but the Lord strengthened me. You want to know why I'm still in the choir singing my song? Because the Lord strengthened you. want to know why? I'm still preaching after all the hell I've been through it's because the Lord has strengthened me you want to know why you're still sitting in that pew clapping your hands after all the hell you've been through say it to somebody it's because the Lord 
strength in me. He is my strength. He is my refuge. A very present help in the time of trouble. He is my joy. He is my strength. He is my help. Lift your hands and scream it out. The Lord strengthen me. Thank you, Father. And that's why I'm able to function. Hallelujah. I told the Lord that what I don't want to be is a dysfunctional saint. I don't want to be a sometime saint. I don't want to be a moody child. I don't want to take my stress out on the people of God. I want to be able to release myself. I want to be able to let it all out and lay on the altar. And while I'm laying there, I can sing a little bit about what a fellowship, what a joy divine. Leaning on his everlasting arms. I don't want to be the kind of child that can only function when everything is going well in my life. If I got to go through, give me the grace. I need to make it through. If they're going to lie on me, give me the grace to deal with the lie. I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to please my God. And I don't want what I'm dealing with to mess up my joy and to kill my zeal. I want to do it even when I'm going through. I want to sing even when I'm going through. I want to praise him even when I'm going through. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your neighbor. I said, neighbor, I got a word for you. If he is your strength, that also means he's also your keeper. Because he doesn't give strength to fail. He doesn't give strength to die. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for the night. I feel like preaching in here, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. But while I'm waiting for joy, help me to endure. Help me to hold on. Hey, Lord, shake your neighbor's hand and said neighbor if he gave you the strength he'll keep you hey lord I'm gonna do what he said I can do I'm gonna function I'm gonna live cause in him I live and breathe and move and have my being he is 
is my life. He moves my hands. He is in the movement of my feet. And because he is, I am. And there's no weakness in him. And if it's he that is in me, he's even greater than he that's within the world. I think I got it now. Shake your neighbor's hand. I say, I think I got it now. I'm going through. But the deliverer is on the inside of me. And he will lead me and guide me into all truth. I think I got it now. The devil's trying to push me in depression. But he is my strength. And it's all in my mind. And he will keep me in perfect peace if I keep my mind stayed on him thank you so when you get up to open your mouth let them hear your testimony and tell somebody in the room I've been delivered from the mouth of the lion and I came to tell you that the lion is a liar oh I felt that tell somebody in the room I want you to know that the lion is a liar no weapon formed against you shall prosper hey the lion he's a liar God didn't bring you here to fail open up your mouth and say I was delivered from the mouth of the lion I'm not supposed to be here but I'm still here I should have died yesterday but I'm still here the lion roared but he's a liar Cause I got the lion of Judah on the inside. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So he gives a benediction as if to say, I can close the book now. Timothy, I don't need to say nothing else to you. Hallelujah. But before I give the benediction, I want to tell you something else. Not only has he brought me this far, but from every evil work, I got news for the devil. Whatever he's doing won't work. I got news for that demon. Whatever he's trying in my house, it won't work. Thank you, Father. Because I got a greater work in me. Holy Ghost is working in me. Tell your neighbor, whatever the devil's working, 
is not greater than the work in you. Let them work the work. But God will work the work. That works the work. He's greater. I started in you. And you can't die until I'm finished. Did you hear what I said? Who told you it was over? I told you the lion is a liar. Look at somebody. And scream at him. Wiggle your neck. And say, who told you it was over? Baby, you're just getting started. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered. High five your neighbor and say it ain't over. Just getting started. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. He will deliver me from every evil work. Get somebody and pull on them. Squeeze the hand and pull on them like they a doll. And say from every evil work. He will deliver me from every evil work. On my job, he will deliver in my home. And Lord, he will deliver wherever I am. Say yeah. Can I preach in here? He will deliver. And this is the part I like the best. He will preserve. Oh God. That makes me want to spin around. He will preserve. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor. Not only will he deliver me. But he will preserve me. I've got a destiny. I'm trying to get there. And I'm not just talking about heaven. There are blessings he has in store for me. And I got to get there. That's why the devil's fighting me so much. But God has preserved my destiny. He's in control of my destiny. Look at somebody say, he's in control of my destiny. And if he's in me, strengthening me, keeping me, I believe I'll make the journey. Yes, sir. I believe it'll be all right. I may have to cry sometime, but that's all right. He will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Thank you, Lord. Raise your hand. 
And while you're raising your hand, look over at somebody and say, neighbor, this ain't the end of the service yet. But it's the end of my worrying. It's the end of my complaining. Service ain't over yet. But it's the end of me wondering how I'm going to pay my bills and how I'm going to make ends meet. So I'm going to give the benediction. And it don't mean that we got to leave. But that demon got to go. Lift your hands and give the benediction. I'll tell you what to say. Say this out of your mouth. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil working and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever now say amen say amen say amen say amen amen yeah Lord amen yeah Lord amen 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 yeah 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 Some of y'all don't know what you just said, but touch somebody and say, that means I agree. That means I agree. That means it's over. Yeah. Put your hands together and give Jesus some praise. Amen. Say amen. I agree. Say amen. Say amen. Say amen. Him in the house.